Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's get ready to rumble! Hey there! Do you like films? Do you like wrestling from the 2000s? Do you want to see a film about wrestling from the 2000s? Well, WrestleTalk are hosting a special screening of Ready to Rumble for its 19th anniversary at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square on May 7th, 2019. Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! Myself, Ollie Davis, Luke Owen, Laurie Blake, Randy Andy Dat. Some Pequenel and maybe a few other surprises will be in attendance for a meet and greet before the film. And then stick around after the screening for a special Wrestle Ramble podcast recording where we'll talk in depth about David Arquette winning the WCW Championship to promote the film and what it did for the wrestling industry. Would that be raw sewage I'm smelling? They kind of always like that smell. If you've not seen Ready to Rumble before, come see the sports entertainment epic that Detroit News said manages to insult not only pro wrestlers, but also their fans. Brittany, let's go out again. We'll talk about me and you. The Matt-based masterpiece the New York Post called a toilet humor farce proud of its own crudeness. Your sister shot her first perp today. That's nice, Gabby. And if that doesn't tempt you, the Orlando Sentinel said of this barn burner brilliance, yes, film fans, there is a new worst movie of all time. Any match, any time. The Steel Cage. Steel Cage wins. No, so come see Shut up, Randy! Shut up, you're not part of this! So come see Ready to Rumble at the Prince Charles Cinema on May 7th with your friends at WrestleTalk. Tickets are available now. Support WrestleTalk! Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by. Oh my god, what's happened to your hair, Luke Owen? Hello, Swath Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm just. Look- what? Huh? What? I got my hair cut. Not just cut, mate. Yeah. This isn't a barbershop window horror story. This is. This is full on shaved head. Well, this comes from the barbershop window story from last time I was at the barbers. It's been chipping away at you. I think. Well, I think I had been. About two years ago, I went into my barber and he said, I reckon you've probably got about two years left of this. Mm. And I thought. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair assessment. And you set a Google Calendar reminder, obviously. And it was only... I I was reminded of that conversation when I went to the barbers previously and the lady there said, I mean, this isn't working. You know, I've I've told that to another barber who works there. Oh, yeah. And they they laughed and said she's mean. (laughs) 
Well, when I went to go get my haircut, like I was there uh, uh, late on Thursday after work. I walk in, hot day. Like sun is out. There, the, it Wait, was, so you had this this haircut on Friday? I, on Friday, yeah. But we went into the office together, were we? I was wearing a hat on, I, in a video. Yeah, I didn't watch your news episode. This is what happens when you don't watch the news episodes. Oh my god! But um, it was all there. I was. Oh. I also posted it on Twitter on Saturday. I don't go on Twitter. I, know. I read your news script. Thanks, mate. I just didn't watch your video. Um, I do that as well with your videos. <laughs> if it's a 10-minute video and I'm just like, oh, I actually need to get the quick headlines yeah. of what Ollie covered so I don't cover the same thing. But you're wearing a hat. Yes, I'd say, yeah, I'm wearing a hat in the Are video. Are you wearing a hat today? I'm not, no. No, today's the first time I'm not wearing a hat. Did and, people pick up oh, on it in the comments? No, I don't think anyone did. And the only reason I didn't wear a hat on Friday is because I wasn't sure about it. Ooh. So I went in there, hot day. And it is busy down there. Like, there is a wager probably the entire population of Hackney just sat out uh, outside, like, Four Quarters and all those other bars and restaurants, Mm -hmm. drinking beers out in the sunshine, just sat in their little park area. And I went in to get my hair cut, and she was there, the the mean barber lady, with her friend. The same one. Playing with dogs. And uh, her friend said, oh, you're up. You've got a customer in. And she was like, oh, oh, the same person. And she was like, all right, just just take a seat. Uh, do you want a beer? <clears throat> so she got me a beer and I sat down. Uh, 20 minutes later, I finally got my hair cut and not by her. Mm. So although she was free and could have cut my hair, she just didn't. Yeah, I I don't really like her. She seems <laughs> to be, well, well when, I, when I went there after you, your horror story, she was, I think we went on the same day. And she walked out of the toilet. Uh, which is which back straight onto the the main room, and she just went, "Whoa, do not go in there," which is quite funny. Yeah. But at the same time, I thought I wouldn't do that if I owned a business. No. To customer facing. Also, their music is too loud. Yeah. It is too loud in there. But um, anyway, so I got my hair cut by this other lad, and I, I said to my, I, I said like the guy I, with the nose ring. Yes, he's great. He is he's great. Favorite, really, yeah. really good. It's the first time he's ever cut my hair. And mm. I really liked him. But he um. I was like, go grade two, because this has all got to go, but I am i don't want it to go too short, because let's do grade two. So we did grade two. It looked ridiculous. Really? It did, because, because I've got this front bit, bit here, yeah. but then sort of like strip there, and then the uh-huh. ball patch at the back, it just highlighted it even more. Like yeah. it was more, it was more noticeable when there were, like when there was a comb over. It looked so silly. So then I got down to grade one, and that looked better, but I was like, I think it's just going to have to go even further. So you did a proper wet shave on your no, head? No, 0.5 I went to. I didn't want right. to go any lower than that. Um, but 0.5, and I was like, okay. But I was looking at it, and I was like, God, oh, I'm unsure about this. And I got home, and my, my wife was like, I really like it. She's going did to she look- know? Yes, she knew, right. yeah. But she was like, I'm just going to have to get used to it. And I, every time I'd look, catch a like, glimpse of myself in my mirror and be like, oh, God, who's that? Mm. And, but it's me. And it wasn't until Friday I came into the office, and Simon... Uh, housemate Simon said, that looks really nice, man. That looks really, really good. I think it really suits you. And I was like, he's a nice guy, Simon. Such a nice guy. And then on the the wedding on Saturday, and it's one of the reasons I got it done is because I was going to a wedding uh, and I wanted to look good for the wedding photos. Because I don't think I look that great in my wedding photos sometimes. The comb over kind of like flops down a little bit and it looks a bit silly. Because you're drunk. Oh, that as well. This was even before I was drunk. It was just like general, general I am. And, um, Everyone at the wedding was like, it looks so much better on you. Like, you look so much better with it. It's a really, like, it really suits you. got a nice shaved head for it and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I feel good about this haircut now. I'm not going to wear my hat on the news. 
and I'm not wearing my hat on the Wrestle Ramble that we're going to do in a little bit either. I'm just going to uh, just go with it. This is me. This is me. Like that uh, song from that film. Like, this Greatest is, Showman. That's the one. This is what I'm, this is what I'm going with now. And uh, but yeah, so I know you were a bit shocked this morning. Yeah. And you did say I thought we were going to build to a hair versus hair match, which I appreciate that we were, but I I did need to get it done, mm-hmm. I, and I don't think I could have gone for another couple of months before we decided <laughs> to actually go ahead with that storyline. So it became a not pressing issue to very immediate <laughs> in a couple of days. Yeah, I was like, this needs to go. So it's obviously it's a haircut that need, that requires a deceptive amount of upkeep. Mm. You know, you're going to need to shave this bad boy. Yeah. Every couple of days. Like one would shave a face. Yes. Um, I'm going to buy my own pair of clippers. Um, and just Have you do- seen the helmets you can get? <laughs> like the one in Wayne's World. No, no, no. It's a <laughs> it helmet. It sucks while it cuts. <laughs> it's it a totally helmet. It does suck. And it's got all these tiny razors. Mm. And you, you put it on and it goes zzz, And it shaves your head for you. Oh, that sounds a bit good but it also, sounds scary like yeah. are you willing to put your trust in this machine it sounds why like electric cars will never get over it sounds like something from a final destination movie mm. like hey have you seen this like you set it up like Chekhov's gun and then yeah. you're like oh we'll use that later for one of the big death scenes it's the sort of thing where if when someone is brutally decapitated by it I'm not gonna go oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah totally yeah now I'm just gonna buy some clippers and my wife's gonna cut my hair um I'll probably do it like once a week Maybe. So I need, you won't go I wet see, shave? No, I don't think I'm at that point yet. Although, maybe. It, it depends. Once, I've, once I can grow a beard, then maybe we'll, we'll talk about it again. But what do you mean once you can grow a beard? A proper got one. got a great beard there. A, a proper one, though, like that goes all over my face as opposed to this one that's just at the front of my face. Is that something that's going to happen now you've shaved your head then? Well, that and along with my uh, methods I've been using throughout this year in order to try and encourage hair growth because I don't naturally grow hair in uh, on my cheeks how's that working it's surprisingly working very well yeah it, 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 i've been growing a lot more hair across really my face checked out your cheeks for a while i had it shaved um the other day though mm. before the, again for the wedding um so i'm hoping by the end of the year because it, it did say it will take about a year um you will be laurie i will hope yeah uh, basically it, me and laurie are going to have the exact same haircut and style i love but it was it was sometime last summer you came into work and you're like i found it I found what I want to dress like from now on. I'm going to have like t-shirts and then like a floral shirt over the top. And as you're telling me it, you're like, oh, God damn it. That's what Laurie wears. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> it's what everyone said. Funnily enough, actually, we talked about that last week on the mm. podcast in the NXT review. It's just, it happens. He's a stylish guy. He is a very stylish man. Mm. Um, how long are we into this uh, first half of the podcast? Uh, we, could pro- we could probably go into the, the show. Yeah? yeah. Oh, well, in which case then, we're going to crack on into the show now. I'm sure it'll be a good one. We haven't recorded it yet, but uh, I'm sure it'll be amazing. But we're going to be kicking off talking about the major character changes on WWE Raw. Here's the show. There were three character revamps on Raw last night. I would say so, yeah. Uh, I guess you could kind of include the War Raiders slash the Viking Experience slash the Viking Raiders in there, but I'm not going to. I think that's just a name change. Just a name change. All the others have more significant reinventions, and that's Bobby Roode into Robert Roode with a moustache, Cesaro, who probably is the the lowest key version of all of this because he... He seems to be a singles wrestler now. And 
it's just great to see him by himself again. And, of course, the biggest one, Bray Wyatt. Yes, but only one of those men is sporting a sweet, sweet moustache. So, so we're going to kick off with Rude. So clearly, he's the best one. Yeah, so this was... So first of all, this was a match in the start of the third hour. The death spot. Death spot. Which... Uh, and it, I thought the Iowa crowd were very good all night, very well behaved. They cheered for the right stuff. They booed the right stuff. But it's a three-hour show. It's a slog. I d- if you're trying to get someone over, I wouldn't put them here. I would put them closer to the start of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, Ricochet versus Robert Roode, I thought they, they did enough. And the crowd connected with them at the right level where yeah. they were still involved. And I think that uh, the commentary which we don't put over a lot on this show for obvious reasons, I thought we're doing a very good job of trying to like, hey guys, this is a new character now. Like he has had his run as a tag team. He's had his run as a single star as Bobby Roode. This is a fresh start for him. His name is Robert Roode now. They did muck up the name a couple of times, but they made- What did they say? They kept calling him Bobby Roode. Mm, but that's Booby. Booby Roode. But they were saying like Bobby Roode, but then corrected themselves to so go like, sorry, Robert's Roode. Sorry, and- Bobby Lashley. <laughs> sorry. And in fairness, I'm pretty sure that used to happen when he was in TNA as Robert Roode. Do you remember he changed his name there as well? No. Yeah, when he was, it was Bobby Roode as part of Team Canada. And then when Team Canada split, I think it was after Team Canada split, he became Robert Roode. Mm. And he had Tracy Brooks as his manager. And he was essentially more or less this character. With, but with without, tash? but without the tash, he had the full beard and he still had the long hair at that point as well. That really is crucially the best thing about it. I, I would certainly say so. Yeah, it's Joey Ryan via Silas Young. I did say in my news today he has now got competition. Silas Young in particular has got competition of like the last real man because that right there is a real man. I, so I'm just going to put a pause on this because I assume a lot of people are making reference to Luke's hair, Andy. <laughs> uh, I've just remembered as we're talking about the mustache. Another big appearance change has oh, happened. I've, I've been writing them all down. Can, can you just give us a top three? Uh, I've got a top six. I'll do them very quickly. Okay. Uh, where is your hat? That was the most common one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baron Corbin. <laughs> uh, He's got a beard. Luke is sexy. Oh, that's true. Your hair! <laughs> nice haircut, Luke. Luke is looking fresh as... Mm. Mm. Well... Thank you very much, comments. Um, yeah, this was um, this is something that needs to be done. Uh, I'm, I've got to kind of like lean as towards the microphone so Ollie can still stroke my hair. So, uh, in fact, so nice. in fact, two people have donated. Uh, Darkside73 and Mr. Biggie87. Uh, Darkside says, did you turn into Baron Corbin, Luke? And uh, Biggie says, Baron, is that you? And I see the thing, the, the Baron comparisons are, A, he is also a baldy, baldy man. But also, he was someone who desperately needed to shave their hair because their hair was looking ridiculous. I didn't mind his old look. Uh, do you know what's funny? If I was looking back at images because I had to talk about him failing to cash in in 2017. And I actually, I really miss his old wrestling gear. I never realized how much I would miss that gear. Yeah, I'm over his current look now. Very much so. But um, yeah, you can hear more about like why this haircut <laughs> was done uh, on the podcast intro. Mm. But uh, there's a guy, so I posted a picture on Saturday when I was at a wedding. Um, with this new lack of do. New do. With this new do. Someone tweeted me saying, thank you for cutting off your hair. And I was like, man, I didn't do it for you. <laughs> like, thank you. On behalf like, of th- everyone that's watching. Exactly it. And I was like, if anything, I was like, it made me want to grow my hair back just to annoy him. I, so I'm spiteful like that. So to bring this all back to me, I, I think I want to now get a moustache. I, I was thinking about it. Maybe look, I just, look at that just thing. Cut, cut off my beard. 
and I could just have like the the tash mm. going. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, if you do that, I mean, you came in in a vest this morning. If you grow a full mustache, I don't know. I'm not sure it'll go. The, the the sexiness is too much. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't think he's going to do videos in that vest, though. <laughs> hey, well, let's let's see what the SWAF nation want. <laughs> do they want vest-wearing, moustache-holding, <laughs> sunglasses-touting summer Ollie? I think you would really people. suit a moustache, actually. I used to have a moustache in uh, a four-month bomber jacket period <laughs> <laughs> when I was 21 at uni yeah. and uh, yeah I kind of looked like a 70s porn star yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but back to the the, the marin hat the matter in hand the moustache in hand is Robert Rude like you said this isn't the first time he's been called Robert Rude that the commentary team although they did do a good job of getting over this is a new person it really felt like a completely new character like yeah. just complete like oh this is where the NXT champion Bobby Roode's been oh man I would call it a fresh cone of paint but really as you say like it was just oh that's that character we liked two years ago yeah. like let's just ignore everything that's happened in the I guess year and a half since because he came up following SummerSlam in 2017 I think uh, but the what was I going to say oh yeah the, the commentary team they say here's a video from earlier in the day of Bobby Roode explaining what's happened or Robert Roode explaining why he's undergone this. And it cut to a video of him not doing that. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I ditched, did. ditched Chad Gable. Yeah, he was, he was, dead, was weight. dead weight. And I, I needed uh, a new start. I just, yeah, but like, but what, does that new start mean you change your name? I'm, I I'm growing a moustache, I, yep. thought, I, I thought it was quite funny. Anyway, this match was with Ricochet. Ricochet also has kind of undergone a little bit of a, not a revamp, but more of a separation, which yes. is definitely for the best. You know more about it than I do. Yeah, so the all that superstar shake-up stuff that came up last week. I remember. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, it's, it's almost a lesson in don't care about things because it will just change in a few days' time. Um, so Andrade and Zelina Vega have been moved back to SmackDown Live. The reason is, though, I mean, I'm, I'm being facetious about WWE. It was a Fox decision. Oh, really? That's what PW Insider is saying. Vo uh, Fox executives demanded that uh, Vega and Andrade moved back because they want Latino wrestlers. They were, huh. they were concerned that there were no Latino wrestlers on SmackDown. So they wanted Andrade to be moved back with Zelina, so they can then speak Spanish, so they can promote their Spanish-speaking networks. That, well, that, that makes sense. And, then, uh, and apparently a lot of the marketing to Fox beforehand was had Rey Mysterio quite prominently featured. Yes, so, and yeah. obviously Reg is now on, on Raw. And uh, Alistair Black was then moved across because WWE have got this thing at the moment where they don't like to split up married couples. And so because what? they're married, Zelina Vega, um, well, he was moved over for, with Vega. And now Andrade and Charlotte Flair are back uh, together. They're dating yeah. in real life, now quite prominently on Twitter. They're always, well, Charlotte at least is posting a lot of pictures of the two together. I mean, you would do. Look how handsome he is. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that was weird that they broke them up and now they've moved. But it's for the best it's because we've been best. saying it forever. Yeah. Ricochet and Alistair Black are fantastic wrestlers. Of course they're going to make a great tag team, but that is not... that. It is not better than when they are separate. They are perfectly fine solo acts. And Ricochet's just going to get so over now because he's got gun sound effects in his entrance. Gun sound effects and losing because that's <laughs> what happened here. It was a fun match. Ricochet did all his high-flying stuff that always gets over. But crucially, Robert Roode, just the way he carried himself, his facial expressions, little flourishes. When he, There was a bit when he was put into... I can't remember what it was, but it was some submission. He was flailing. 
And it was that sort of chicken S word, mm-hmm. heel flailing that Rude and Triple H do really, really well. I was going to say, yeah. I know we're plugging it because of WrestleMania 30, right? Like when Triple H gets put into the yes lock and he is floundering to try and get out of it. It is tremendous. And, and Triple H, I, when Triple H sells a submission hold, he does it so well. Yeah. I mean, we say a lot of stuff about him, but he is an excellent professional wrestler. Absolutely is. But I I actually do think, I saw someone <laughs> uh, was very upset about this on, on Twitter, uh, Ricochet losing. I think it was the right call. I think that you want to establish this new Robert Roode character. And in order to do so, you need to have him beat someone that kind of means something. Like him beat- Rey Mysterio. Well, Rey Mysterio would have been a great shout as well. But Rey was already, it was involved in the um, oh, yeah. triple threat. So I think that him beating Ricochet means so much more than him beating an EC3 or an mm. Eric Young or any of these like lower card guys. I think him beating Ricochet kind of like really establishes him in this new heel role. So I was actually quite, I was behind it. And I don't think, I don't think Ricochet loses anything. He's unbeaten. Well, he was unbeaten on the main roster. He was fine. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm yeah. pinned. Yeah, I'm pinned. That's, that's where I don't think it's a flawless decision. I think both guys really should win. That's, but you, you book around that. You don't book it so these two guys, this one guy who's rebranding his character who needs a win out the gate, this other guy who's very exciting, only recently called up, has got a win streak going if you, you know, he's never been pinned. This is his first pinfall loss. Why put them together on a Raw? <laughs> like, at least have that conclude a... a a pay-per-view or something. Yeah, and I get that, but I, I think it's more for the Robert Roode thing than, than Ricochet. Totally. So, I, and I, I don't think Ricochet, he's not going to be less over next week because all he's got to do is do some flip-de-doos and everything will forget yep. about it. Yep, you, you're right, but, you know, they just do this again and again and again. This is the first well, chink in the arm. I was going to say, it's you don't want this to be the Ali situation where, aside from one match, he he's lost every match this year. Like, I, I, my, you know, and I don't think it's too cynical to say this of WWE because they do this all the freaking time is oh Ricochet is now a solo act well he, he can't convincingly beat people by himself yeah. so I mean that's my loss, worry for Ricochet loss, loss. Yeah. in this on this brand in yeah. the, on the land of the Giants he is going to be one of those guys where Finn Balor was the exact same thing of Vince going like well he can't convincingly beat Bobby Lashley so he can only beat Leo Rush I'm I'm hoping that, and I'm optimistic mm. that they won't see Ricochet that way. Well, we'll see. Uh, it's I mean, what track record have you got to base <laughs> that on? Absolutely uh, but, not. But Robert Roode, for the meantime, he's a bigger guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is what we've been wanting yes. as well. We've been wanting this uh, heel solo Robert Roode or Bobby Roode run. I am thrilled with this decision yeah him just him doing his entrance made that song feel special again it did yeah i'm ready to start singing it i I hope they build it it up and up and up oh i was thrilled by all this his celebration at the end just everything I, i really yeah i'm tremendously excited and i really hope they run with it yeah moving on to our other guy Yowie Howie <laughs> It's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Yowie not, Wowie. Not payoff, but next chapter in this run of skits that have been happening to promote his return to the main roster. A return that is pretty much a year in the making, nine months at least. Uh, he hasn't been seen on WWE TV since July or August yeah, last summer of year. Last year yeah. uh, and it's been a mixture of injuries or just creatives got nothing for you or we don't want you to get lost in the pre-WrestleMania shuffle but Kevin Owens is fine to just bring out there and we've had these weeks of Bird Raptor promos Mm -hmm. which we 
quite rightly mocked. I think even if you show us this bit, it doesn't justify playing the the laughable bird raptor stuff. I will still stand by those bird raptor promos. But because they're funny. Yes. Not because they're actually good. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're fine. So like, you and I have very different de- like definitions of that, though. Well, but you know, I'm saying I enjoyed the bird raptor stuff, too. But that is... Yeah, yeah, but we, all made true, fun, yeah. we all made fun, fun of, of it. it. Yeah. But this, what happened here, this, this larger segment, is genuinely yeah. quite breathtaking. I think this is fantastic yeah yeah so why not just start with this on the raw after mania and don't do any of the bird raptor stuff uh, I, it I, robs I, us of material I, but it well, creates yeah, no, a I, better overall package i would disagree i think you could have done it though bird raptor one week and then the dolly the following week and then do this and maybe that's how it's been but it feels like there's been more <laughs> weeks of bird raptor because Bird Raptor, yeah, no, maybe that is what it is. Because Bird Raptor debuted on Raw After Mania because we were making fun. Because we did the live stream and yes. that's where we workshopped Bird Raptor. Then the following was the doll. Then this week, so I actually think it's been a nice gradual build towards this. Um, it's uh, but the Bird Raptor stuff was playing on the yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. Uh, so what it was is it's a this happened just before the main event, I think it was, and I'm I'm a bit like you know. It's it's a long episode of Raw yep. sometimes. And Baron Corbin's in the main event, yeah. so I'm not looking forward yeah, yeah. to it. But then this graphic plays that says Firefly Funhouse. And I'm like, what's this? Is this just an advert for something yeah. uh, that's not meant to be on my feed? Is it an American, that not, not WWE related at all? And it's got a sort of jaunty children's TV show theme. There's children going, yay, in the background. But then I'm like, oh wait, but that bird. That's bird raptor. That's bird raptor in that's the little the creepy cartoon doll. logo. Yeah. And th- and then there's just a weird bunny. There's just a normal bunny to, to make up those three characters. Just makes it even better. And then it opens on this, you know, classic style children's TV set where it looks like a bedroom, but it's quite obviously a TV set. There's lots of primary colours in there. The door opens and out comes Bray Wyatt in a full Mr. Rogers sort of white trousers cardigan cardigan yeah. jumper shirt underneath and i'm just like where is this going and initially i was concerned yeah because you know we lived through the fungosaurus we had brodus clay mean killer and then we got fungosaurus yeah so i was like okay where's this going and he just th- goes into this three and a half minute long bit about how this is his TV, like, you know, this is our safe space. Uh, there was a wonderful line where he said that, you know, all your all the fireflies can feel safe here. Um, I, I used to have, I used to be a very bad man. And the crowd go, boo. He says, but I've been barbarically punished for his sit for my sins. Yeah. And he said barbarically punished <laughs> in such a cheery childhood way. Yeah. That it's quite easy to, because, so, Sorry, I'm going to go off loads on this. I, lo- I loved it so much. Bray Wyatt's ca- Bray Wyatt is so good at not just creating, um, char- like portraying characters, but somehow making these really engaging mythologies around the larger backstory. Like the Wyatt family, there was so much rich stuff in the in the context of the gimmick that you could just dive in and go, well, who is Sister Abigail, and write entire spin-off comics based on. That bit. Well, we know who Sister Abigail was. It was Bray Wyatt. It was him. <laughs> uh, but he, he's done it again. So when he says barbarically punished, it's only one line. But I'm thinking 
he's so he was like locked in a mental institution and he was beaten a lot to, yeah. so he became reformed and he doesn't see that then as treatment it's punishment yeah for the things that he has done yeah because it's clockwork orange yeah totally i i was talking about this with housemate simon who's in the studio with us today not in this studio but he's in the office and he uh, he said it goes oh did you watch for it and i said yeah and i was like did you see the bray wyatt thing and we watched like he watched it and he's like this is great as so long as Bray Wyatt is so much more interesting when he is mad and not magic. Yes. Yes. Magic Hobo Wizard was where Bray Wyatt completely fell off the rails. And that is when the gimmick completely fell apart. But when he is just, I'm not all there and I'm just mad and I've got these very psychotic visions and everything. You put it perfectly in your review where you said it's the joker convincing gotham that hey i'm fine i can go on talk shows and i can talk about these things Mm. that's what he is and it's it's so nice to see him back in this kind of role and not coming out and being like a hobo wizard yeah it's this is a breath of fresh air and i'm so 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 excited i loved everything about this everything yeah and there's so there's so much more you can get into as well there's and at the start, it's just a, a sort of children's TV parody, but, you know, done quite sinisterly. But there's nothing apart from the weirdness of Bray Wyatt being the central host that's sinister. But then he goes, uh, like, there's a, he says, I, I want to show you all the things I've learned. And he sort of bends down and there's a slight distortion on the screen and his hands come up and he's got these gloves. And on the knuckles, one re- reads hurt and the other one reads heal. Yeah. And like, heal being like to heal someone, not the... A bad guy heel. I mean, that, that's more Dolph Ziggler's shtick. <laughs> Self-reflexive. Ref, self Hashtag heel. Yeah, and he's like, here's my friends, Mercy the Buzzard. Peppy the Witch, I think um, it was called. Yeah, I, 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 I wrote Peppy. Penny the Witch. Sure, it doesn't matter. Um, it's Penny. Mm, but then, like, the, the piece de la resistance was when he said, I'm, you know, I've... I used to be a very bad man. I was barbarically punished. So to remind me of my sins, I always keep a reminder of it. And it is this cardboard cutout of, much like Nicky here, but of Bray Wyatt in his proper Wyatt family gimmick with the the apron and the, the, the old pork pie hat thing. And he gets out a chainsaw, all within the, the guise of a children's TV show. And you've got kids, like canned kid laughter and cheering while he's holding this chainsaw. It's so sinister. It's terrific. Yeah. Like, and then he takes the chainsaw and chops it in half, all while he is laughing and smiling. And then he's holding the chainsaw, like, and I'll be back next week for more fun. Ha ha. Yeah. It's brilliant. It is, and and this feels all bright. Mm. Like this is a. This feels like the wrestler came up with this, and this is oh, an yeah. idea that yeah, he yeah. pitched and was like, "Here is what I see." And this is what I want to do. I want to do a Mr. Rogers style character where I've lost my mind and I'm a kid's presenter. It's great. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to see more of this. The the line he closed on was, uh, where is it? I'll light the way. All you have to do is let me in. And he does this smile and he's like, them chainsaws. <laughs> and it, it's just, you said that Bray Wyatt's best when he's more... You know, he's menacing, not magic. Mad, not magic. Mad, not magic. I dis- I disagree with the... Obviously, I agree with the magic thing. Like, if if the feuds start to be built round wrestlers being in the ring and then the lights cut out, the lights come back on and there's Bird Raptor in the ring, I'm not into that. But 
if it goes the the old Wyatt family route of of not mad but psychopathic. Yeah, and good, yeah, and yeah. it's more of Bray convincing people to join in his cause, and that's what I got from that last line. I like the way all you have to do is let me in. That's classic Wyatt family. It's just in a new guise. Yeah. And, you know, there's a perfectly underused Bo Dallas right there to sign up. This is what you've been asking for this whole time. I, look, I always say just go back to the Wyatt family. There was nothing wrong with that gimmick. Bray Wyatt and whatever producer he's been working with, because... You know, maybe it's a Jeremy Borash or some very, very talented producer backstage in WWE has obviously helped collaborate on this vision. I wouldn't and, be surprised and if make it was it a bit. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a good shout. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just, I just hope that they, that they take it that in that direction. Uh, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful for this. I think there's a lot of mileage that can be got out of this. Um, you're right though; it really does depend on what happens when he's live in the arena as opposed to being in these like pre-taped things mm. that you can kind of edit around because what you don't want is him to come down to the ring and start doing maggots projecting on on Ugh. the ring and and lied someone you remember when he was um like the the uh, princess leia message from a new hope where he was sort of <laughs> in the ring and he came out of an urn or something like that I, I i don't want any of that i don't want any of that sort of nonsense i, I psychopathic is a good word mm. and i really hope we can get that from him and another way. Also, that... hope he wrestles in that jumper. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't want to. We don't want to Corbin him. Uh, <laughs> another way they could do this wrong. Just a, you know, <laughs> just a fan, just a nightmare book. So negative I is. So you don't like. Obviously, we're afraid of the magic being involved in this. What if they look at the success? Vince sees this and goes, "Oh, it's successful. That's an in-ring talk show." <laughs> Yeah. So before we know it, a moment of bliss will look like Piper's Pit from the old days. And we get a, what was it called again? I've already forgotten. Firefly, Firefly Funhouse Fun with Bray Wyatt. My guest this week is The Miz. Yeah. You know? And I've seen a few people as well. And I imagine we've probably had this in the Super Chats or in the chat in general. So many people have said to me today, oh, they should put Eric Young and Nikki Cross with them. And I'm like, why? Why, why, why are you just putting these three together? Like, they're so, that is basically the mid-card of evil. It's just three random people being stuck together. Eric, there's no nothing wrong with putting Eric Young with him. I I disagree. Eric Young is a leader himself, so it's then very weird for him to just not like, on the main roster. <laughs> <laughs> to me, he'll always be a leader. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't always watch. Just NXT like what was it? Like what was the group he had in nerd. TNA? He was the leader of that as well. I like watch the, TNA. Oh man, what were they called? It was like him and Abdul Bashir and a couple <laughs> of others. So oh, any, anyway, we we get this wonderful Bray Wyatt Nations sketch. Or something. It cuts back to Raw for the main event. You know, AJ Styles is huh, huh, music's just getting started. Excellent rendition of that song. And the commentary team is just silent. And one of them goes, what the? <laughs> and that's it. That's all the thoughts they had on that Bray Wyatt segment. I am I would much rather that than yeah. Michael Cole. Remember like before the... Oh, the ultimate deletion Ultimate deletion, yeah. Being like, where he essentially went, guys, what you're about to see is crap. 
and I think it's rubbish and I think idiot people made it and idiot people are only going to like this so shut your mouths and be dumb and watch this stupid garbage but it's got over so we're going to put it on for you anyway and hopefully you all shut up afterwards and he said she just spent the whole match doing this no 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 but you can hear him on microphone. And the last character reinvention that we'll talk about briefly before we get on to your super, super, super chats, so send those in to Randy, we'll get to them in a second, is Cesaro's. So Cedric Alexander made his main roster continuity re-debut here because he... He's definitely appeared in the Cruiserweight I, days of old. I believe so, with the purple ropes. Purple ropes. Oh, mate. Do you remember watching the purple ropes be assembled live? I want, I want that to be uh, a segment, the purple ropes. I am. Um, Stuff that we've forgotten about in WWE. I can't wait for Cultaholics video, every purple rope match <laughs> ranked. Uh, and there's a... Uh, yeah, so Alexander comes out, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, so this is Alexander's big showcase match. Here he is again to the main roster audience. And it's against Cesaro, someone who's, I assume, still with the bar? I, no, because Sheamus is on SmackDown. Uh, well, Did they he... say that? No. But so... on WWE.com, he is still listed on SmackDown. Oh, well, forgive me for thinking <laughs> that the bar was still together when Cesaro oh, it... came out to so... Sheamus' music and, and the bar's re... Titan Tron. I know it's a different Titan Tron. It's just but pictures it of Cesaro. Both... Oh, wasn't it flashing between both of them? I thought it was just pictures of Cesaro. Also, okay. he had the bar written on his butt, so he was still wearing his bar gear. Well, I'm sure it was a very long-term, well-thought-out decision to put these guys <laughs> yeah. separately. So I think that this is a split of the bar, but Sheamus is out injured at the moment. Mm. So it could very well be the case that Sheamus comes back and the bar are just back together on Raw. It does mean, though, last week we talked about the lack of tag team depth on SmackDown, and I was like, man, at least they have the bar, though, because without them, they've got no one. And now they don't have them. It is the Hardys, Heavy Machinery, and New Day. New Day are pretty good. But they're a bit busy at the and moment. The Hardys. <laughs> well, Jeff Hardy's injured. And Jeff Hardy's injured now. Woo. So I was like, oh, they'll have to just drop the belts then, be like, to who? Like, who are you going to... Kofi, uh, Xavier and Kevin Owens, maybe. Oh, that's a good shout. Um, so, yeah, Cesaro comes out for this match. I'm like, okay, so this is going to be Alexander doing all these high-flying stuff, and you get Alexander over, he gets the win in the end. Fine, yeah, Cesaro's a good guy to do that against. No, no, this was 90% Cesaro. <laughs> yep. It was almost a match designed to make Cesaro look good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cedric Alexander has already fallen into that EC3 mould... Uh, or they looked at Ali and be like, oh, do you know what got Ali over? Losing. But he, did, he won. <laughs> he won a lot in tag matches over uh, the no. top champion. But he's lost all year and he's still over. And that's what's getting him over, pal. I, I just, I, yeah, it's, it's a bit baffling. I'm very excited for Cesaro because I've been, I've never, I, the bar are great, sure. I do enjoy their matches, but I've never, ever gotten behind them as a, an act. I've always been, you guys are better as solo acts, especially Cesaro. I freaking love Cesaro. Um, and he, having him here wrestle alone and just do doing all of his spots as a, as a as a singles wrestler, yeah, I'm excited about him again. Unfortunately, it's at the enormous expense of Cedric Alexander. And I am, um, I'm I'm torn on this one. I'm I'm glad that Cesaro is back as a single star. However, I have seen a lot of Cesaro stop start pushes. Yes, that I've I have lost. 
faith in this company pushing him as a, mm. as a credible single star. <clears throat> and I can just see him being pushed as a star or pushed as a solo act for a little bit and then be like, nah, it's not working. Put him in a tag team. Yeah. It's a, a tag team with Jack Swagger, a tag team with Sheamus. It's just like, that's what he, he has a solo act. He'll win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and that'll be the start of his big push. And it goes nowhere paired with Paul Heyman yeah yeah paired with, and it went nowhere it's like no now you're a tag team again so I'm optimistic but with such a huge overhaul of just like this isn't going to go anywhere yeah there's a there's a lot of salt back there I have been stung a lot of times by a Cesaro singles push or um, lack thereof we're not saying that Alexander's dead in the water but being beaten in this kind of match where you're not really showcased on your you know, re-debut is not promising in the slightest. Uh, I will and give a shout out to I'm his... Ho- I'm hoping Buddy Murphy doesn't get the same <sighs> treatment tonight. Yeah. I'll give a shout out to his um, his selling, though, throughout the match. He had a Will Ospreay vibe well, to that's his all he selling. had to do. <laughs> and that's why he was very good at this. There was a, there was a great Cesaro boot. So I thought... I loved... I love watching Cesaro wrestle anyway. He's quite unique, to, or at least I think he is, in the way he moves. And, and just to eat... It feels like he's properly roughing people up. Yeah, he's absolutely. rough. I like that. But let's just I hope like next week. Men. Next week he has his own music, his own gear. <laughs> oh, cool! Whatever that crap music he had there, blimey! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sorry. 
second. Um, so let's do some Patreon shout-outs. Thank you very much. He said there's a rainstorm storm coming. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Terminator. Got there in the end. The Edgehead, Matthew Gould. Whoa. Whoa. Float like a butterfly, Samad Ali. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Oh, Float like a butterfly. Movie. Crazy cat lady, Katie Martin. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Crazy. Wait, let's cats. Spoke in class today, Jeremy Smith. I don't know Ooh. what that is. LJ. Me neither. Hallomania, Patrick the... Hall. Hallomania. Hallomania, sorry, yes. Cool like a summer's breeze, Chris Summerfield. Yes. It's yes. that time cool. of year. Uh, form together like Lucas Volkman. Ah, like Voltron. Yeah, yeah it's not, not Ghostbusters. <laughs> Scott Howard the Duck. He's funnier than Yay. Deadpool. Oh, debatable. <laughs> like a ninja, Shadow Nosquawiak. <laughs> Nosquawiak. Nosquawiak. Cliff Bridges over troubled waters. Oh, yes. Know that one. Rob Steiner, recliner. Oh, Way. the Steiner recliner. Do some maths. Better than Bill, Dennis Hicks. I don't like saying that. No, one. It's, it's harsh, isn't it? <laughs> I don't like it either. Big sexy, Jimmy Genslinger. Whoa. Or Genslinger could be. Take and it home, Randy. finally, fallen down a Darian Wells. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, so much. Please have uh, just a couple of things. It was World Elite. Oh, World Eric Elite. Young. Thank you very much. <laughs> Speaking of Eric Young, people have been saying that you look like him as well. Well, this is... Okay, right. Let's let's address this now. It's, it's a trend I've noticed with wrestling fans. Laurie, as soon as Laurie st- started on this channel, any wrestler that had a beard, people said he looked like him. Yeah. Because you just get beard blindness. I guess some people also just get bald blindness. So it's just like, you look like any wrestler that doesn't have hair. Where's the wigs? <laughs> I'll put a wig on you. I don't want a wig. Swaft hat. Um, it's Richie. <coughs> but thank you for the compliments about well, the hair. Someone's anyway. saying that you should rub his head and make a wish. Um, and the other thing is that people are saying some people heard Abby for the witch, but I've reported it as Penny. So have all the other sites. So I think it is Penny. But um, some people thought it might be Abby, for short for Abigail, sister Abigail. So. Uh, oh, that I makes see. sense. That, yeah, that it actually sense. does make sense. But, but I thought it was. I thought he said yeah. Penny, and you thought it was Poppy. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, mine wasn't really a word. Peppy. <laughs> like I thought it was going for a Peppa Pig vibe. Let's see if there's anything on www.com. I'll <sighs> Google live on air, Randy, okay, where you I'll... give us some more questions. Uh, in that jumper. Eddie Beer just donated, so thank you, uh, Eddie. Uh, Lucy's eyebrows says, "How will Bray's new character work in ring?" Hmm. That's 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 possibly where it could all fall down. Uh, I I don't want to see a Festus style character <clears throat> where he comes down as all happy and then turns into a, a brute as soon as the bell rings. I, I hate to tell you, but I imagine that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I know. Uh, there is not a www.com article about it. I, d- I don't want to surprise you because they write articles about any old nonsense that happens mm-hmm. on the show. There is nothing. There's one on- there that says step into Drew Gulak's classroom. Uh, yeah, exactly. That gets its own article, but. Uh, Fun house, not so much. It's a yeah. whole lot of fun. Prizes to be run. It's oh, a real wacky show I don't, where I don't, goes. I don't know how you... Even his attire, I can't see how that, that crosses over. Or like, jumper, jumper, jumper. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just being optimistic. I'm not thinking about the bad future stuff yet. Uh, yeah, some people are suggesting it might be a split personality or something like that. I've um, got no interest in that. Harsh <laughs> Deep Singh says, Can Vince just let the NXP... NXP Harsh Deep Singh says, can Vince just let the NXT people talk? 
No. Well, I mean, Bobby Roode's an NXT guy and he talked. When? Not much. On this show. He cut a promo on WWE.com. Oh, that was a clip of a... Yeah, I guess so. Maybe he means like Ricochet and Black. I don't know. Um, Promos weren't their strong suit. Zach Hooper says, uh, looks like Luke is having a good hair day. (laughs) Uh, And guess who the next one's from? Tomo. It's Tomo. Tomo. He says, do you feel like these changes to Rude and White will help them elevate them in a couple of months' time? Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Otherwise, what's the point of doing it? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> being, I feel like this week was the true superstar shake-up. Yeah, this was like the actual... Last couple of weeks have felt very house show, but this was the first week where I was like, crikey, it's money in the bank in four weeks. We better start building some stuff towards it. Yeah. And also, here are the new characters that you're going to be seeing for the next year on this brand. Yeah. Uh, Doug Fleming says, how would a Bray versus Mankind feud play out? Well, that's that's outside the scope of the time we've got. I mean, mm. that Mick Foley shouldn't be wrestling physically. <laughs> Absolutely so, not. So not at all, really. Yeah. It shouldn't play out at all if you're talking in yeah. like reality. I, I agree, yeah. Uh, Duo XM says Michael Sands of Time here just Whoa, tuned in Patreon, and I'm more Patreon. shocked about Hatless Luke than raw craziness yeah, yeah. You, I thought people might be shocked about the hat I wonder if people thought that I've had my head shaved for quite some time I've been wearing a hat for the past year that no one would have noticed anyway I want your head on the thumbnail and a big yellow arrow pointing <laughs> to your I mean, head I thought that was Luke at the bottom of the uh... <laughs> oh because he's bald yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Cesaro oh, yeah it's another one uh, guess who this one's from Tomo Yes. So I. Uh, he says simply, "I want a bird raptor shirt." Yeah, it's it's, it's I mean, a it's, lengthy it's... process. I haven't quite figured out a streamlined process to to make merch. Yeah. Um, also, update on the poppy situation is unfortunately there isn't one. Even Twitter's feed hasn't got any confirmation on what the name is. No Fair consensus. Enough. Maybe I'll I'll do a Twitter search for Poppy Bray. What we got next, Andy? Uh, Ring Profits Wrestlecast says, I feel there will be a dark twist to this gimmick for Bray. It will definitely be interesting. Also, how about that AEW signing private party? I mean, there already is a dark side yeah, to it. Did you not see him cut himself in half with a chainsaw? It's quite dark already. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of the fans. Hot, hot take. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I don't know much about Private Party. It was Maybe in the news either. today. Um, but I've heard, I, I've seen reports from House of Glory shows that have been very, very praising of them. So apparently they're very good. Uh, this isn't funny, says, did anyone see my love you grandma sign in the crowd at Raw? It, was that a review of this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly. <laughs> Again, uh, I'm afraid. I, I didn't know. Uh, I, I miss a lot of signs these days. Unless it's those Final Fantasy VIII ones. I, I tend not to notice them. Hmm. Uh, I didn't see either. Uh, Omar Diaz but says, "Can both of you say it's all your fault, Baron Corbin?" It's all, it's all your, your fault, fault, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin being <laughs> uh, Luke. Nasdart doesn't say anything, but has given us a nice little donation. Thank, there. thank you. Uh, Ring Profits Wrestlecast again says, "Also, how will they push Leo Rush, Ricochet, and Cedric Diggory Alexander?" Um, I'm assuming the diggery was your addition. Yeah, he just said Cedric, so I just added it in for, for lols. Yeah, for the lols. Uh, well, Leo, I'd imagine, is still be with Bubbles Lashley. Is he, is he still on Raw? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up on SmackDown tonight. Mm. <coughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd imagine he'll stick with uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, um, uh, Cedric, uh, um, let's see how the next couple of weeks go. Mm. It wasn't a great first week. 
So they, they give him a hype video package, so I suppose that's something. But ah. it's I, I'm hoping that this doesn't fizzle out quickly and he just becomes nothing on this show. Because that would be, ma- be a huge waste. Out of those three, I, I think uh, Ricochet has got the most chance. Mm-hmm. Ricochet was part of that list, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeb Sonnen, uh, I will Sonnen. slightly rephrase it, um, but he seemed to think that Bray got a message from the hand that said mm. hurt on it before he did the chainsaw. Uh, is that going to be part of his gimmick? Sort of talking to his hand. That that was a really cool part in the when when he got a phone call and he lifted just lifted up his hand mm. and you could hear stuff on the other end of the hand. Uh, I thought that was cool. I would not want to see that in the ring, where he's like, "I'm just going to consult my hand before I deliver the sister Abigail." Again, I, don't, I, don't, I hate to tell you this, oh. but I imagine that's probably exactly where it's going to go. It's difficult because when stuff is so good conceptually outside of a wrestling ring, it's like, how do you? put that in a wrestling ring, which is a completely different way of telling stories and getting characters over without making it look gimmicky and contrived. I did see someone on Twitter actually say this, which is like, yeah, the promo is good and everything, but Bray Wyatt promos are always good. And then the bell rings and stuff falls apart. It's not that the bell rings. It's that he always loses feuds. (laughs) He was WWE champion for three weeks. Yeah. It's a great run. Um... Insolent Crow says, uh, how long will it take them to lose interest in Rude and Wyatt's new characters until we barely see them? Uh, I, I don't want to try and think too neg- negatively about the, these new character two revamps. Two months. <laughs> okay. Two months. How many uh, more have we got? Because we've got to crack on. Uh, three wrestling. more. Uh, they're not very long. Cool. Uh that's what she said. Duffs 101 says, considering Kofi won the championship, is there anyone in the lower card that you see that you have seen potential in uh, that given a repackaging and the right push from backstage could reach the main event? A lower card person who could. Well, I was thinking Cesaro when I watched the match. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. He, 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 was, he's, he always gets over in his matches with the swing and the uppercuts. Mojo. Pfft. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I've just picked what? that out of here. Mojo? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jobber JJ 496 one of our most frequent donators, says Ollie's yes. Bird Raptor should be called No Mercy. Um, after That's the WWE pay-per-view. That is a that good, is good pun. one. Uh, True Dill says, uh, who do you think should win the AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins match at Money in the Bank? Seth. It's too, it's too early for him to lose the belt. I agree with Seth. Uh and oh, I've just been me the whole time. Sorry. Uh, and Dan Richardson, not that one, says haircut looks good, Luke. Thanks, mate. And I'm... then yes, I'll do the rest later. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, we talk about this on the podcast. Uh, I did have it done on Thursday, but I was uh, actually too too scared to to do it on Friday for fear of um, YouTube. But yeah, yeah, bullying essentially. I was. Um, uh, I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. But um, I, I couldn't be bothered to read comments about it. So I thought, I'm not going to do it. But then after a weekend of compliments from people, I was like, yeah, do you know what? I quite like it. Uh, so Raw, remember Raw? Uh, <laughs> Triple H came out to open the show for no reason. Yeah, okay. So this show started with the announcement that there were going to be two triple threats, uh, one between Ray, AJ and Joe, and one between Drew, Miz and Corbin. And then they did the angle to set those two matches up. Yeah, so that was graphics on screen, which I presume were also played on the Titantron in the building. Commentators talked about Commentators it. Commentators talked about it. And that's like, that's Joe's move to Raw. 
Yeah. Which that apparently that was the big angle that was planned for him because he got flu last week. He was meant to beat up Braun Strowman. What was Braun Strowman on this show? Uh, but yeah, Triple Dark H comes out. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out as well. And they both celebrate Seth Rollins winning the title at WrestleMania 35. Triple H felt he had to recap something that happened nearly <laughs> three weeks ago. And then Seth also recapped it. I was waiting for them to both go, and of course, congratulations to Becky Lynch and Kofi <laughs> Kingston. Because that seems to be compulsory for every babyface promo at the moment. This whole bit felt like an excuse for Seth and Triple H to say, Bucket's head a few times and hope that some people might have thought they said something else. Mm. Yeah. It was this this whole segment and really the structure of the show being the, the two triple threats and the winners facing each other to crown the number one contender. Very lazy. This is this is raw 2017 copy and paste stuff. Yeah. And like Triple H and Seth Rollins go back and well, they don't even go back and forth. They just talk about that, and then it's the the old. Here comes out this guy. I'm gonna be champion. Here comes out this guy. So every guy in the main event mix, which is Rey Mysterio, Drew McIntyre, a babyface Miz, Baron Corbin, AJ Styles. I think that's everyone. Ray. Samoa Joe. They they all come out. And one after the other, music hits. It's pro wrestling and it's contrived worst. I, when Joe came out to cut a promo, I suddenly, I dreaded. I was like, oh no, everyone's going to do this. Oh God. And it's going to just, if this felt like it went on for ages. And they haven't, to their credit, they haven't done this for a long time. Oh. No. Mainly because Brock Lesnar hasn't, like, had the title around. So. They couldn't really do these sorts of segments. On, it, on the Brock Lesnar subject, sorry. Mm. I, d- I did want to bring this up, though, because uh, Seth said, oh, I'm sure uh, Paul Heyman's been on the phone to you to try and get a, a rematch with, for Brock Lesnar. And Triple H said, no, I haven't heard from Brock at all. I'm guessing he's still in Las Vegas. And I thought, what a way to bury the title. Like, surely shouldn't Brock be massively upset that he's lost that belt yeah. and be trying everything that he can to get a rematch? Like, all it needed was for Triple H to say, like, yeah, Brock has demanded this rematch, but automatic rematches aren't a thing anymore and if he wants the title he's just got to show up and, and earn it that's perfect that's a, yeah because yeah, that still puts over the title yeah uh, yeah. so they, they all came out uh, Seth says well I can beat you all because I'm Seth freaking Rollins and that's that's the segment folks probably went about 20 minutes yeah. all told which is the length of an episode of Friends yeah so th- no point for Triple HP in there <laughs> like no point at all there was a point so we could say Bucket's head oh, yeah. and make people think that he said something else. So the, this turned right into the first three-way, which was AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. All SmackDown guys. <laughs> Former SmackDown guys. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to mix it up a little bit? I, I'm perfectly happy with this three-way because it was this great. was excellent. And I was thrilled beyond bits for it. I, I, I thought it was tremendous. Yeah, so many fun spots, which was pretty much worked around. Ray and AJ being just terrific together. Ray, Ray can work with everyone at the moment. Yeah. And that isn't always the case with AJ. AJ just sometimes doesn't fit with people, but Ray is just having this sort of Shawn Michaels-like second part of his career, I feel. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he never lost it. Maybe I just got tired of him and I like him again now. Uh, but then, so then two would wrestle. Then Joe comes in, kills them both. They both take out Joe. They wrestle. I just, yeah, I love this triple threat. I thought this was absolutely awesome. In the finish, saw uh, Ray hit the six one nine on Joe, and he went to go do the like the pop, uh, and AJ caught him in a power bomb, power bombed him onto Joe, then hit the Stars Clash on Ray on top of Joe, 
and then pin Joe. So yeah, it kind of sucks that Joe eats another pin because I feel like that's all he's done since winning the belt with the exception of WrestleMania. Um, and it didn't really feel like it built up much from the WrestleMania fallout between him and Ray. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah, right? Uh, but I would say it was a great match, and it was an awesome finish. It just kind of it just sucks for Joe to take another pin. I think it protected Joe a lot, though. He was a kind of, I know, like one and a half finishers. Well, I guess the 619 part isn't the finisher. It's the it's splash? It. Uh, well, Or is on, that just the pin part of the... Uh, yeah, I think on the old SmackDown games... It was all one thing. Yeah. Like the 619 and the West Coast Pop was all part of the same move. Yeah, and he wasn't hit with the Styles Clash. He was hit by a guy taking a st- I thought he was protected, um, but his nose wasn't. As <laughs> Joe was walking up the ramp, he had a lot of blood coming off uh, of his face. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but good opening. Yeah. Next up, John Cena was on Ellen. Is that a recent thing? I, I kind of... Didn't I have no idea. He was very goofy, though. Mm. Oh, he was wacky. That table fell over when he put his hand on it because he's strong. He's strong, yeah. And that glass smashed. It was wacky. Uh, Naomi took on Billy Kay next. More uh, Smackdowners. Yep. The the Iconics. They came out. I th- I felt like they were starting to get over as well uh, with their little pre match promo bits, and they did the iconic pose. And a few members of the crowd, not a great deal, but you know, baby steps did said iconic before they said iconic. Yeah, and now it's part of their entrance music as well, which should help that get over. And I actually feel that them doing the iconic was actually getting heel heat. People were booing that because they set it up so everyone knows it's coming, so they were booing them saying the catchphrase while there were a few people joining in. The stuff they did beforehand, though, went over like a fart in the church. Mm. Uh, people were not into the Ari Grande. Like, and I, like, I get it, people don't like them, but it's not meant to be funny. It's meant to be very bad. Like someone said to me again, like, oh, I was cringing throughout the whole time. I was like, yeah, that's the point. Like, it's it's meant to be bad. And that's and I think they're very, very good at doing that. Yeah. It's Alan Partridge. Yeah, totally. Um, but I, I, I was like, oh, okay, so they're building them up. Let's see what happens next. Naomi pins Billy Kay in 20 seconds with yeah. a roll-up. No one looks good coming out of it. Nope. Naomi doesn't look impressive. The, the tag champs just look a bit le- lamer now, but I guess. They've won one match since they won those belts, and that was when they had their thing against the Brooklyn Bells, which we thought was going to be a great gimmick that they could do on every show. To be fair, the Brooklyn Bells had a pretty impressive track record. Uh, I mean, that's very true, and it was a very impressive win for them. But yeah, I think all they've done is eat pins mm. ever since, and that's a real, real shame. Yeah. Because that's all they did before they won the belts. They, they need to... They, they can't just be a promo act. Like They need to start winning, winning stuff. matches. Uh, even if it, there's two of them, have them cheat. And even if it's just doing the stuff like they did with the Brooklyn Bells. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. as long, but they're beating... Uh, and there were, what, two women's matches on the show, and they both went about two minutes each. I didn't think it was very good at all. No. Uh, Bird, Raptor, and Friends. We got the creepy doll promo foreshadowing the Bray stuff later. I also... Sorry, in that... um. Naomi match. I did like Cole saying, like, everyone's a bit confused by the superstar shakeup. So go to WWE.com for all the details. I was like, awesome. No kidding. <laughs> uh, then we got the second triple threat Baron Corbin taking on the Miz and Drew McIntyre. I'm going to eat my words here because my first note is I'm going to wager this match won't be as good as the first one. And, and it I, was somehow very good. And it was exactly, it exceeded all of my yeah. expectations, yeah. which admittedly were quite low. So I thought, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen. Baron and Drew team up on... Oh, Baron's already turned on Drew. So yeah. it was like, from the get-go, 
I was I was wrong footed in a good way. Mid card of evil explodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was some. There was so many nice spots in this. Uh, Baron and Drew were both down for the it kicks, the world famous it kicks yeah. made famous by the Miz. And Drew ducked for the last kick to the head, and he caught Miz caught Baron. I thought that was a really nice yeah. spot. There was a somehow not contrived Tower of Doom spot. Yeah, it really was really good. Where Drew had Miz in the air raid crash, or whatever everyone's calling it these days. Finney driver. The Finney driver. <laughs> and uh, Baron gets underneath them on the sec- second or top turnbuckle and power bombs them both off. Yeah, it was yeah. really, really cool. Dives on the outside, loads of near falls near the end. I thought they did some really, really, really good stuff. And in the end, um, Miz like, threw Corbin to the outside but then turned around and ate a claymore from Drew. But before you know it, Baron Corbin gets in, pushes throughout the ring and steals the pin because Baron Corbin is a heat mm. magnet. Yeah, so uh, that was <coughs> that was actually very good. Uh, you would hope Corbin and McIntyre are now broken up. You want my prediction? AJ Styles and Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins in a tag match next week yep. against Baron and Drew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's never addressed. And it'll be the main event as well because 2019 needs more Ooh. Baron Corbin main events. Uh, Baron Corbin was celebrating in the ring, but then an AJ promo was shown on screen in a backstage interview. And... He says that while Baron's got all these accolades, I've effectively got more. I've even beaten up John Cena. And I thought that was a nice callback to beat up John Cena. Yeah. Good stuff. Sami Zayn came out for a promo saying that fans are calling him bitter, but that he's here to change that false narrative. And he says being away from this company is the happiest he's ever been. He shows images of him on holiday during his time off. He said, look how happy that man is. That man is thrilled. That man broke, like dropped down to his knees and cried at how beautiful this world is. And now I'm back here, and you lot are awful. You lot are absolutely terrible. The fans make this place awful to work. And he buries Iowa. Such a good promo with Sami Zayn. Yeah, this is nothing new. It's just the same shtick of you fans. Mm. And Sami Zayn is delivering it so well, it feels like I've never heard this material before. And this is stuff that WWE did with every heel turn last year. And by God, there are a lot of heel turns that needed motivation last year. Lest we forget, Becky Lynch did this promo last year. Yeah, uh, but... uh, I guess the difference was people weren't going to boo Becky in that promo. They still cheered her. Here, Sammy was so good and effective, he got them to boo him. There was a great yeah. line on Iowa at the end where he was, you know, he's talking about these holidays and he says, I've got a trip recommendation for you, Iowa. Go to hell, like a trip to hell. Yeah. And just so such, such a was, lame yeah. but really effective if you've seen he's, he's doing this on I mean I know you don't use Twitter but he was also on doing this on Twitter as well Paige posted up a very like serious message of being like god Twitter's an awful place it's just full of fans who hate everything and Sami Zayn tweeted like no it's not Twitter it's just wrestling fans they're all <laughs> idiots and they're all terrible people that's good uh, then we got the Cedric Alexander Cesaro match and I there was a nice moment where they, there was like ships passing in the night where mm. Alexander walked past Sami and I was thinking to myself during the Sami promo I was like okay which baby face is it that's going to come out and say like hey no I think the fans are smashing and I think we're all chums and everything and when it was, and then Cedric came out and I was like Actually, Cedric's not a bad choice to do that. And a Cedric Sammy program, I think, would be yeah. really good. Leading, and then he came out and got beat by Cesaro, so that kind of quelled my theory. Uh, the Usos. The, next up, we had sort of the tag section of the show, hmm. where the Usos had a promo backstage. Typically, great as always. Sort of made a joke about drinking and driving. 
Is that really the sort of thing they should be drink, uh, drinking about? Hey, <laughs> drinking they, about? Hey, they won the belt, so they decided to resign. So uh, they can make those yeah. jokes. Uh, the revival sort of walk into shot, and they they they're like, "Hey, you're really good on SmackDown, but we're on Raw now." Yeah. And then, the, hey, if you want to beat anyone, you've got to beat the guys that lose all the time. And then the camera zooms out, and the Usos are pretending to be asleep while the revival are talking, which was funny. And then they woke up in an exaggerated way and started making jokes at the revival's expense but then they're so good at this they just flick a switch and go serious they go from comedy to making me want to see a match in a serious way so well Mm -hmm. the New Day also do that very well that's why those feuds work so well together absolutely yeah I I enjoyed this a lot Uh, going from that tag tag segment into the Viking Raiders match. Yeah, absolutely. Always uh, called the yeah. Viking Raiders. Absolutely. Yeah, boycott WWE. <laughs> Forget. Yeah, I, when I came in this morning, Andy was like, "Looks like my boycott of WWE worked." <laughs> they changed the name. His boycott of writing news on them every day for <laughs> every WrestleTalk.com and watching all their shows. Um, yeah, Cole said, "Hey, their debut got fans talking <laughs> in more ways than one." I was like, "Yeah." But then they are still no tag team championships on them, though. Tag team champions. Oh, the NXT ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they. This was billed as a match, but no match took place. They just destroyed Lucha House Party, all three of them, and they did the power slam, power bomb uh, combo. And then uh, they did their finishing, uh, not the fallout, but a new finish, which they're now calling the Viking Experience. Mm. Which still sucks as a name. Yeah, yeah, but it's not their main name. No, they're the Viking Raiders now. I, which, you know, again, not a great name, but it's, it's too many syllables. It's it's better than the Viking Experience. Yes. But as I said last week, it really didn't matter, and yeah. they'll probably just change it again next week. Don't get too attached. I thought the commentary for this was quite insufferable, <laughs> just because we all know the crap they're reading. And Michael Cole like had this. Uh, you better learn that name, <laughs> the Viking Raiders. I'm just like you, you cheeky son of a gun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they just beat up the Lucha House Party. Should so. put an end to experience uh, YouTube comments though, mm-hmm. which there are many. Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder were then shown backstage with not, uh, with Renee. not Renee Young. Uh, I forgot they were tag champs. Yeah, me too. Every actually. time. Yeah, they showed up on screen. I was like, oh yeah, they're the tag champs. I did forget. Mm. They say how. That they've been here forever. We're not going to get beaten by some horny Vikings. Yeah. Uh, Nothing so like, has told me that they're horny. Well, they've got horns. Ah, of course. Um, yeah, he said, like, uh, they've only been here a couple of weeks. We've been here for over a decade. And I'm like, that's a damning indictment against you, my man. <laughs> uh, they're obviously building that feud to get the belts off Hawkins and Ryder fast. <laughs> and then they can finally... They, they're, they're doing good work building up slowly and steadily this tag division. They just need the belts on a different act. Yeah. And then you've when the war Viking Raiders get the belts, you've got the Usos. You've got the Revival, hopefully booked correctly. AOP will be back soon enough. And, mm. not, and without Drake Maverick, hopefully with Paul Ellering again. Sadly, without that well-known established tag team, Ricochet and Alistair Black. Yeah. And let's not forget the B team. Then we got Becky Lynch versus... Alicia Fox. Yeah, Alicia Fox is back. Um, the, and this commentary, you said talked about how they were making jokes about drink driving. I felt they were making a lot of references to Alicia Fox reported drinking <coughs> habits that got Arn Anderson fired. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Arn Anderson was report one of the many reasons he was reportedly 
let go is because he was a backstage agent and he okayed Alicia Fox to wrestle without knowing or picking up on that she was intoxicated. Yes. That is the report. Those are the allegations. Absolutely, yeah. But uh, yeah, Graves said that Fox looks, quote, healthy. And then I think they were making AA jokes because she was like, yeah, she's picked up a few chips along the way. Well, whatever it was, I... I, I, come on then, defend to me why <laughs> how they're booking Becky well in this Lacey Evans I feud. Am, I never defended that. I never defended their booking Becky well. I said I don't think Lacey Evans is the worst. Considering that, on SmackDown, they're teasing that it's going to be Becky versus Charlotte again. I'm all for a different blonde person going for the belt. That feels different, man. I don't need see and what you're the same in three months. I don't need that. And, and you're right. In three months' time, I'll be like, God. But then again, I'll be looking for something different. At right now, this is something different. But like, if they're gonna do Becky versus Charlotte again, they've been feuding since SummerSlam. It's timeless. It's nearly SummerSlam again. Yeah. And but yeah. Anyway, so Evans, well, Becky came out, and they are continuing the storyline that she's providing sexual favors to get. I hate to use the word, a head in this world. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, she Evans came down. She says that, oh, I think you lose your temper because you're Irish mm-hmm. and, and you're a man. And it's like, but I'm a lady and we don't do that. And Becky said, I called her a plank and said, I'll slap, slap the head off your shoulders. This was, this was not good promo work. Lacey also said, it's going to look so good. When I have both belts around my waist. You only go for one. And I was like, what? I, th- I <laughs> thought we clearly established you were only fighting for one belt. That was what most of last week was about. I missed that line. Yeah, oh, that. dear. Uh, but then, like, it can only get better, of course. Alicia Fox came out for her first TV match since, you know, the, the reported incident. And, yeah, yeah, they had a crappy match. This was bad. Very, very bad. It was boring. For for some reason, I don't know who the hell decided, you know what, we'll get Becky over even more. A few rest holds and Alicia Fox. Take, you know, like, yeah, sure, 40% of the match. No one wants to see Alicia Fox take 40% of the match. I said in my review, you had Naomi versus Billy Kay. That's the match that goes five minutes. This is the match. Becky Lynch main evented WrestleMania against Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair and won albeit dubiously, against Alicia Fox, someone who's treated like a joke and not been around forever. It was a return. And also, she is a pioneer of the women's division. This mm. She'd be a legend. That's the match thing. where they go five minutes. And sure, Becky won handily, but come on. This was a bad, bad match. It was sloppy. It was very, very bad. I don't know who was at fault in this. I think there was some miscommunication, a lot of miscommunication. It did not go to plan. And I don't think it made Becky look good. I think it made uh, Alicia look terrible. I would not have booked this match. We talked about this on the WrestleMania 30, which we started recording for the, the Patreon podcast. And there was a comment from uh, Pritchard on a recent episode of Summer to Wrestle when they were talking about how Steve Austin, when he was champion, was shooting down matches with the likes of Billy Gunn and Jeff Jarrett on Raw because he was like, well, I'm the champion. There's no storyline reason for me to have these matches, so I'm not doing them. And Austin was doing that to protect his character, protect his aura, because what would be the point of him going out there and beating Billy Gunn in 30 seconds? Like, it does nothing for him, does nothing for Billy Gunn. So he just poo-pooed the idea. And unfortunately, this appears to be a world in WWE now where you cannot say no. 
And as you correctly said, the only person who is allowed to say no is Brock Lesnar, and he gets paid the most. And it just kind of sucks that Becky has to go out there and have these matches when you should try and protect her a little more and make her feel a bit more special, as opposed to going out there and having awful matches against Alicia Fox. Mm. Uh, so Becky made Fox tap in the disarmor eventually, and as soon as the bell rang, Lacey punched her with a women's right, and then Becky stood up and she floored her again with a women's right. Very little heat for Lacey yeah. Evans. Uh, Baron Corbin had a backstage promo about AJ Styles later on, then we got the Ricochet-Robert Roode match, then the Firefly Funhouse, yowie wowie, and then the main event. Oh, before that, there was a big announcement for next week. A moment oh, of bliss yeah. returns next week where Alexa Bliss will reveal who will be on the raw side of the men's and women's Money in the Bank ladder matches. And WrestleVotes are reporting that this year, WWE want the winner to feel like a star. And... <laughs> Why wasn't this always the plan? I just assumed that was a given. Breaking news, WWE wants to get champion over. According to the WrestleVotes report, there has been talk internally that they feel like they have botched the last couple of years of winners and cash-ins. No kidding. And I was like, yeah, what a novel concept, pushing the Money in the Bank winner. Braun Strowman. I'm doing men's. Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin. Yeah, it was just the men's ones. The, the women's ones I think are fine. Because Carmella won it and she won the title off the back of it. Alexa won the title off the back of hers. But yeah, Baron got beat by Jinder in one of Jinder's only <laughs> clean wins as mm, champion. Good and God. Braun cashed his in ahead of time for his Hell in a Cell match that ended in a no contest. Uh, but the final main event of this show was AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. Uh, yep, Baron Corbin still in the main event. It was the, it was an okay match. There was yeah. the, I, I was sort of checked out a bit by this point. AJ won in about 10 minutes with a phenomenal forearm. Uh, and then Seth came down and they had a face-off and a handshake. Baron needs to change his clothes. Yeah, that yeah gear I think is it's not over now. But the gimmick... Over I, in a gone way. Yeah. I, I think it's just that they probably think that him wrestling in shirts is getting heat. Mm. No, I just think it looks a bit naff now. Uh, but, you know, so overall, I said this was a core episode because this was an average to below average episode. But there are so many bits in there that have made me hopeful, chiefly this moustache, Bray Wyatt and Cesaro, and the fact that we're getting AJ versus Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. I don't... I felt optimistic. I think I'm going to, again, be out of step with popular opinion. I, I, I don't think you're wrong uh, this week because I this, this did make me feel optimistic for the future of Raw, kind of like SmackDown did last week. Yeah. Although I thought the show itself was an average show, or like a below average show. When I saw those people on the ring, I'm like, oh, they've got these matches and these matches and these matches that you could do. And aside from the tag division, I'm very excited for what SmackDown can do. And on Raw, I think they've got the same thing. I think the men's division is really great. And now that you've got Ricochet, Cesaro, Robert Roode, and Cedric Alexander as four new solo mid-card acts that you can put into that US title picture with Samoa Joe, maybe get Samoa Joe out of that US picture and put him into the main event picture... There's so much good stuff that could come out of Raw this year. And that tag team division is excellent. It's mm. absolutely stacked. Well, let's fire through some su 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 super chats, Andy. Yes, we will. Uh, should I start with a list of who does Luke Owen look like? Yes, <laughs> yes please. Right, so we've got Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> you should get a flat cap because apparently that's your destiny. Uh <laughs> Ewan McGregor from Train Spotting, <laughs> uh, Stone Cold, Only Lorcan. <laughs> uh, 
in fairness, the Stone Cold one at least makes sense. We have the same goatee beard. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favourite, Vladimir Lenin. <laughs> uh, um, you do look like Lenin. <laughs> a concerned Comrade. Easter egg. Uh, <laughs> someone who would sell you drugs at high prices. Uh, Luke Gallows, uh, former Barcelona player Andres Iniesta, who you probably don't know. I know who Touchdown. Uh, <laughs> no, soccer. That's what um, I said. CM Punk in a Luke Owen mask. <laughs> um, Ma- this is my one, Marek Hamsik, which everyone agreed with when they looked him up. Uh, and But Jer Personen ended with a very wholesome, Luke looks like Luke, and that's an awesome look for a man. Oh, thanks, Jer. One of those positive men I've ever met in my yeah, He is lovely. So um, nice. But we'll start with the uh, super chats now. we got Silver K saying, Bray gives me don't hug me, I'm scared vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a creepy man. Yeah, yeah, creepy. But uh, nice jumper. Yeah. He looks cuddly. Did you see there was a tweet that was going around of a picture of Bobby Roode, or Robert Roode, I should say, when he's in that sort of backstage area. And it just says, look, I know no one can replace your dad, but me and your mum are getting very serious. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make you think that like, we can be friends. Yes. I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't mentioned that he looks like Rick Roode. Because he does look like Rick Roode. Because, well, he, the they, because they have, both have moustaches. Well, they don't, then they've got the pants. <laughs> and, and, the ga- and the gown. The but pants. That- Robert R- Rick Roode wrestled in tights. He wore pants at one point. <laughs> um, underwear. No, what would it be in for America? You need the camera on you for this. Yeah, bit. I know. Uh, Will Stewart says, confusing gimmick aside, notice how shredded Bray looked. He could physically destroy more than he could before. I don't think it's a confusing gimmick, though. But yeah, he looks jacked. I, d- I didn't really notice. Cool. Yeah. Looking jacked. Looking man. jacked, man. man. Uh, Aaron Strasberg, no comment, but just gives us a nice little donation. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, Robert Caruso says, stop yelling at my sister, guys. Uh, I think he means uh, his sister is Charlie Caruso. He, she, she probably, uh, she probably isn't. No, but hey, I love Charlie, though. She Charlie's needs to my, stop being so mean, then. Charlie's my favourite of the backstage interviewers. She's the one with personality. Oh, apart from Kathy Kelly, obviously, because she's the best. Oh, Angel. Yeah. Angel Kathy Kelly. Uh, Daniel V says Lucas turned heel with that haircut. <laughs> I need to grow a full beard before I can go. Full yeah, yeah, the yeah, full yeah. beard is the heel move. Uh, Alistair Grumman says, "See you on the seventh. Looking forward to it." Yes, yes. Ma- May seventh. We're going to be at the Prince Charles Cinema showing Ready to Rumble, a movie I am so excited to watch. But I recently rewatched the trailer for it to cut together the podcast trailer that's at the start of the show and I forgot how bad of a movie it is and how unfunny it is but this was Ollie Davis's choice hey I love that movie <laughs> but we're showing it there we're going to have some surprises along the way so please come on down we're going to do a meet and greet we're going to do a live podcast record afterwards we're super excited for it May 7th you can meet me as well um, report we'll card send them away Andy <laughs> the report card podcast says love you guys always funny thumbs up thanks mate thumbs up emoji uh, Smizzy now I think this is a meme template uh, so I'm, say, uh, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to read it out as it is I don't get it go for it manga don't hug me I'm scared promo anime don't hug me I'm scared episodes Netflix adaptation Bray Wyatt yeah I've seen that uh, meme used before that mm. template used. It's dank. Is yeah. it dank? I think it's a dank <laughs> meme. Uh, then he does another one, which I do understand. Uh, Viking Experience, Viking Raiders, next Monday is going to be Viking Machine because they're going backwards in time with the name. Possibly. I'm, I'm hoping that with Robert Roode recycling his gimmicks, he can re-team with Eric Young and be Team oh, Canada again. We can only hope. Bring back A1. Find him. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, Sean Turner says, can I see Ollie... 
sinking into the table, saying the pull of Baron Corbin's mid-card ah, vortex is just right. too strong. Will there be a third failed cash-in soon? I don't know if I can do Acqu- this. Well, Acqu- according to WrestleVotes, no. According to WrestleVotes, we're going to get a star this year. Johnny Knees, I think. The pull of Baron Corbin's mid-card vortex is just too strong. Ah, <laughs> uh, crunch up. Oh, that was good, mate. Well done. That was amazing. Uh, Insolent Crow is back again. Says, should Drew McIntyre win the Universal Championship this year? If so, when should he win it, and who should he win it from? It's a lot there. Uh, win it from Seth. Um, SummerSlam. I think he needs to be built up so much more. He's just been called off. Well, SummerSlam's in a couple of months. Yeah, can't do the Survivor uh, Series. That's the one time of the year where Raw and SmackDown go head to head in direct competition. I mm. don't think this year. I think there's there's other people. Better than him, I'm afraid. Not better than him, but you know what I mean. Like presented better. There, there are better points in their WWE presentation. And also, I think if if anything, this year has shown <laughs> us that it's almost it's almost impossible now to predict who's going to be in sort of title pictures mm. in a few months' time because. In January this year, no one would have said, oh, Kofi Kingston's going to be one of the featured matches at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. So I think it really just meant, like, and last year, at January last year, no one would have said, oh, Becky Lynch will be in the main event of WrestleMania next year. Because it just depends on if you can catch fire in that way that Becky did late last year and the way that Kofi did this year. Guess who this one's from? Tomo. Me. Tomo. Oh, Tomo. Sorry. Says, obviously Corbin should have won. We all know Ollie secretly wants Corbin to hold the championship. Oh, you've discovered me. I've been <laughs> rattled. Just trying to get him over. I actually do think that Corbin's going to win the belt before Drew will. Yeah. It'll be a big... It, uh. it, he is this year's gender. He'll, like, they'll just see him as like he's a big heat magnet and it'll just get loads of heel heat on the belt with Baron holding it. It'll be the new waistcoat for him. He'll wear it mm. like a waistcoat. Oh, uh, and finally, I've done a final call, but this looks like the last one. Uh, True Dill donates to say, what if Triple H gave the world title to Seth in some kind of new authority? Ugh, what, well, baby faces? But he's already got the, the universal title. Yeah, no, but he means like a brand new version of that belt, I'm guessing. Oh, it was like a Seth customized version with burn it down flames and yeah. beasts that have been slain. Like a, like a sort of... Not a Viking cave, an early man cave, pa- paintings on the I was cave. Say, I'd have the, the hilt of the sword at one end and like the tip of the blade at the other end. So the, the, belt, the sword oh, goes all the nice. way across the belt. So you hold it up and like the middle of it is like, you know, the big Beast Slayer logo. Or just, just have a bloody sword. Yeah. Oh, just man. have a sword instead of a belt. You're starting to sound like progress, though. Yeah. <laughs> progress in its early days. Uh, we Ooh, we got more. Oh, yeah. The final call worked. Um, Ty Hanks says, do you think 3MB could reunite? They are all on the same show. If they do, it'll be as like a, a little fan insider joke where they all pass each other in a corridor at catering or something. Yeah, it, it, I don't think Drew really fits that mould now. It's funny, when we were watching WrestleMania 30 for the Patreon podcast, I didn't realise that 3MB lasted that long. Yeah, I was when surprised. They, they, were, they were featured in a video package, and I was like, who the hell is that? And then they featured in the Battle Royale, and I was like, what? Are they really still here? I was like, Brad Maddox is in this match. What's, <laughs> my timeline is off. Uh, so I guess that's last of it. No, 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 no you've got, I've got a few more. Yeah. Um, the Ninja Story says, Bird Raptor is going to tag team with the doll. Nice. Sure, sure, sure why sure, not? Yeah. Uh, Benny Sato, one of our hey! favorites, says, shout out to Andy Datsun. <laughs> 
Hi, Benny, or Benai, possibly. I'm pretty sure it's Benny. Uh, ooh, Stream Slayer. He's says, a new patron. Uh, Baron Corbin will be the Universal Champion by the end of the year. Mark my words. Stop saying that. Will we ever get a Wrestle Ramble purely about Corbin? I, th- I feel like every Wrestle Ramble is about Baron Corbin. If he wins. Yeah, I think I think we could do a whole episode on Corbs chronicling his well, like incredible a career. Yeah. yeah, go through all of his best matches. We can we'll do a, like a cultaholic top ten rest holds of mm. Baron Corbin. Uh, two more uh, fight fighty rock. Uh, one says Luke say Control C Control V aha <laughs> Control C Control V aha. And lastly, True Dill was clarifying his thing from earlier about uh, Seth Rollins getting the title. He meant the big gold belt. Oh, um, no, I think they're like the, they, they want all the titles to look the same, just with slight variations. Mm. So like the, the current, the universe title looks exactly the same as the WWE Championship, just with a red strap. Yeah, if you brought back a different design, you'd have to change all the designs, which I would love. If they just made them look like nice, proper belts, <laughs> like combat sport belts again, rather than toys. If they made them look like... If they were going to do new belt designs, I would want Triple H to be the man who'd head that up. I think he was the person who headed this up. No. Going to make a cool little thing. No, he's yeah. he's NXT UK belts, NXT oh, so. belts. He is not... The main roster belts would look like they were done by Mattel. Mm. And I would have, I'd probably wager they were done by Mattel. Excellent points again. Oh, you brought up wonderful. I'd, yeah. I'd argue amongst the best shows we've ever done. Amongst, amongst, amongst the amongst, best shows. Amongst the best shows. Uh, how was your bank holiday weekend? It was good. I'm trying to remember what I did. I went round my friend's house on Saturday. Took an hour and twenty minutes to get to, uh, and an hour and twenty back. But that's okay because this guy's got his tablet now. He's got his Huawei tablet. Huawei. Your what now? You know, like a, a sort of iPad, but it's not oh, an iPad. Oh, right. I thought you meant like, I thought it was another article that you'd read that was more like a a, a time-saving oh, tablet right. or something. Like, like a little a little pebble. Yeah, that you're taking. That keeps me calm wherever I go. Or is it just, it creates time um, mm. that you, you probably read, like it's through like ketones or something like this. That's what Hulk Hogan used to use when he worked 400 days a year. Exactly, yeah. It was through the Huawei tablet. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's... Manu- like electronics Chinese firm Huawei, who I found out have their own brand of wine. <laughs> because a couple of years ago, they were doing business with an Argentinian person or business. And to get round currency conversion rates, the Argentinian guy paid them in wine and beef. Mm. And they got so much wine. They just started a wine company. Hey, man. Well, they're under um, attack at the moment, aren't mm. they, um, law-wise, because they are being accused of espionage, more or less, of just going in and stealing <clears throat> phone designs from other companies and then using them as their own. I haven't heard that one. What I've heard is that 5G is going to become a thing. Uh, most of the... I heard about that a couple of years ago, yeah, actually, yeah, through yeah. Uh, Reply All. And the the uh, the chips that are used in pretty much all phones are made in China. Uh, but, the, like, even Sony and Ericsson, like, their chips are made in China. And there's a rule where the Chinese government can just go, yeah, we're going to use your business to spy. Like, mm-hmm. that's, as, that's sort of built into their, the way that country works. And a lot of companies, a lot of nations are now quite worried that China might just do that using the chips that are in everyone's phones anyway 
and just spy on stuff and and sort of sabotage 5G 5G networks, which would be a big deal because self-driving cars, you could crash cars, you could cause assassinations. And somehow this has all morphed into an attack on Huawei, the pri- one of the few privately owned companies in China. Yeah, I'll be, mine was an 80% fact, mm. so I, I, I don't know the full I think scope of it. Yeah, because before I started reading up on it, I probably assumed the same thing. Mm. It sounds like they've just been ripping <laughs> off other people's phones. But no, 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 it's a much more complex and layered situation. Well, but that doesn't stop my dad going, are you sure you want that in your house? Oh, yeah, I'll be honest, <laughs> because I said this to my... I, I echoed your dad's sentiments when uh, my wife said she was going to get a Huawei phone. I was like, are you sure? Are you, yeah. sure? Are you sure we want to bring that into our home? I, do, I just... Oh, this sort of thing, it's the reason you're... Red scaremongering, it's yeah, back again! You're, the red fear is back! You're, there's going to be so many <laughs> movies made about invading spiders <laughs> in the next couple of years. But your your uh, wife is very against technology. Uh, and Alexa, I'm going to say that louder so it activates any in the near vicinity. Alexa, play Taylor Swift. Yes. Loud. Alexa, volume up. <laughs> louder. Uh, she won't let it. She won't let you have one in the house, if, even if you wanted one, uh, because people might spy on you. That's not why she wants them. Oh. She finds them scary. Oh, because despite the fact you tell her. I mean, it's just a voice-activated phone. Like, your phone does the exact same function that an Alexa does. Mm. It's just its voice command. I d- she doesn't fully understand how it works, and therefore, having in the house is terrible. And, yeah, like you say, it's kind of like coupled with that, always listening. Yeah. My, uh, my brother freaked out uh, there for Christmas at my parents' house because their Alexa, at, without any um, encouragement... Just started started saying stuff and was like, "I'm okay, thanks for asking." My brother was like, "Turn that fucking thing off!" And just started like swearing at it. Very like they are in listening. It's just gonna make it angrier. <laughs> Don't you got You just gotta go with it. I was gonna say I didn't say anything because I was like, "It's gonna recognize your voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come after you first. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they're, they're enormously helpful in and around but, the house. But are they though? <laughs> you would be surprised how easy it is to essentially have. A voice-controlled radio with a timer. Mm. That's all it is to us. <laughs> like, Alexa, put on a timer for 20 minutes. But, like, that's not difficult to do on your phone. It isn't difficult, but it's much easier to do <laughs> by just saying that out loud. And also, you know, I could just say, Alexa, play Radio 4. Or, sometimes, Alexa, play the UK Top 40. Because I feel old <laughs> and, irre- and not relevant anymore. And I need to know what the kids are listening to. I get three songs in. I'm like, what is this trash? <laughs> Turn it off, Alexa. I, I quite like clearly... My dad. my yeah. dad just sits there and goes, Alexa, change station. Alexa, change station. Just put on LBC. <laughs> I quite clearly told Alexa to... So I was telling this story to you. I, in, in another podcast, in the WrestleRamble Extra one, everyone go over to Patreon now because we will be reviewing WrestleMania 30 in a four-hour glorious WrestleRamble Extra podcast for $5 and above backers. I told Luke this story where over the weekend, my girlfriend said that Timber wasn't about, you know, jo- going for a jog and then coming home through the back door. Yes. Like, go around the back of the house. Exactly, yeah. You turn, you the, turn the house around. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and lay it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't need to get. Yeah, yeah. The, but the people who know, the people who need to know, they know now. Exactly. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So uh, she said it isn't. So I played the song on the Alexa for her, which very easy because I don't have to get out my phone. Oh, unlock my phone. Oh, scroll oh. type. I should. 
we should get sponsored for the amount of plug-in work I'm doing for Amazon here. And I see, you know... also did say that they're listening and going to kill us all, though. You said that. <laughs> I joked about that. Uh, and I said, play, you know, play Timber by Kesha and Pitbull. Pitbull featuring Kesha. Doesn't matter. And it started playing it and we listened to a few bits and it was quite loud. Like, it was louder than it was. And so I was like, oh, turn the, turn the volume down, Alexa. Quite clearly, I said down. It turned it up louder. <laughs> and I was like, okay, hilarious mishap. Alexa, turn the volume down. She put it up to full volume. It was it was deafening. It was like that sort of disorientated bit where you don't know what to do. Is there a way to manually turn it down? Yeah, you have to, I had to get up. I sprinted Ugh, across what? the room. Get, I, know. Oh, I know. I just buffed it on the floor. Wouldn't have happened with no, the phone. You have to turn it. a little disc at the top. Oh. Crikey. Could happen on the phone. It could very easily happen on the phone. Mm, no. If you're using voice-activated commands. Well, don't use voice-activated commands then. Apparently our technology is just not there yet. Uh, how are we doing for time? You've, you've pointed the screen away from me, which is unusual. Well, I figured because now we know we need to get off air at three. Mm -hmm. You don't need a timer. And you can look at the clock that is available to you uh, well, I know the this, top but of the laptop. You like having it to be very rigid 10 minutes and 10 minutes. So, I mean, we started this with 25 minutes to go, which means I could do another five minutes and you would then have, you would be very unhappy because that would be against. I think, you know uh, what, you know what, you know this to, 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 to stop this, I mean, I am past it. It is now up to your judgment, Luke. Well, well oh, fantastic. We're, we will start, we, we need to go live on air at three. Okay. So however many minutes you think we need before three in between the podcast ending and then, it's up to you. And it's on you if Andy cuts to us. He's just walked in yeah. and weirdly showing us his he's, shirt. He's also wearing um, a very unironed shirt. Yeah, uh, your I don't think your microphone is actually on, uh, Randy. But um, did you hear the live stream that we did last week, mm -hmm. where I, I fixed the issue of us having really awkward starts? Because it's ingenious. We're, we're we're you know we're old men. We're a bit bit rubbish at this whole live streaming thing. So I was like, oh, well, what I'll do is I'll just set it up that the thumbnail is the image that's on screen and then Andy just has to press a little button that says fade and that will fade into us and we'll then know when to start and things and the other. It's like, this is perfect. It is actually foolproof. Inspired. In, yeah, yeah, thank you very much. And the live stream started last week with Andy going, okay, now be quiet. I've pressed go. Into the microphone. So the live stream starts with him telling us to be quiet and then and then counting down for when we actually start. Uh, it might have been NXT. The first one we did, that was Ollie going, what were you talking about? Were, yeah, I was going to say, that was the other side of it. was when. <laughs> in all fairness, though, again, that was your fault. Because you pressed go before Ollie was ready. So Ollie, practically off mic, was going like, what are we going to talk about? It's, it's, it's all a learning curve. We're getting there. But the people in comments say that it's not a learning curve and we're just idiots, which I think is actually more accurate. No, no, no. It's, that's, that's all part of a larger mission to weed out people <laughs> who, who don't like our level of unprofessionalism because that ain't going to change. That's really not. Uh, here's a quick 80% fact before we get out of it. It comes in from Marcelino, who says, uh, here are a couple of 80% facts for you. Jogging can clear a blocked nose. Hmm... Well, you know, sometimes one becomes so consumed mentally by the process of jogging, you lose yourself. I think that's true. Mike, Andy, you you're don't not, have a mic. So you can't, it sounds you can't weird when you talk off mic. mic. I'll talk over his, no, no, I don't want you 
Why would you? Why would we need you to talk? We are wasting time here. I am on very strict time constraints. I have had very like I felt very unwell, but when I've gone jogging, I feel fine, and it comes back about five minutes after finishing the jogging. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anecdotally. I can see where you're coming from. I don't don't think that's proven by science, though. Uh, his other fact is that the U.S. prison population is more than 89 other countries put together. That's depressing. What other 89 countries, though? Well, that's it's a bit yeah. vague, isn't Luxembourg. it? Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dartford's Luxembourg at eight times 89. If you pick an, an, an island that's got a population of three mm. and no prison there whatsoever, then that's gonna that's gonna count towards it, isn't it? Yeah. What about the, the island where Lord of the Flies is set? Like, that's got a population of zero. Is that a real island? I don't think it's ever... So you, you think pick any any island fictional Kong Skull exactly, Island? Exactly, yeah. That's got a population, unless you count all the animals on there. There's people in there. Oh, that's true, actually. You're yeah, absolutely they right. Worship yeah, yeah. Kong. They worship Kong. Kong is God to them. Mm. You're absolutely right. Um, I do know that for a fact that the uh, population, the prison population in the US has doubled since 1985 because System of a Down told me that in the prison song. That is when all we've got time made? for. When was that released? Uh, that would have been released in 2001. God, think what it is now then. Yeah. Because that actually is like 2001. That would have been like 15 years previous to that album coming mm. out. Now that's like nearly 20 years. Crikey, that album's nearly 20 years old. Oh, that's sad. Don't that, look at Andy. That's, that's very sad. I'm that's the very entire upset span of his experience on this earth. Oh, pff, I'm very upset about all of that. Um, anyway, that is all we've got time for on this episode of the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with the SmackDown review, and we have got some uh, pretty epic get betters to read out from Frank and Chris, so you can look forward to those. And an update on the Kung Fu Panda story Ooh, you may remember from a couple of weeks ago uh, so all that and more on tomorrow's podcast and a Smackdown review take care I love you goodbye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.